Hey guys, welcome back to Dance Fever, the Potosphere's longest continuously running Dancing with the Stars, Strictly Come Dancing So You Think You Can Dance fan podcast. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry Ann. And we have two of the three this evening, Strictly and Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars is the current season, episode eight, which aired uh, last night, right? As we yes. record this. And then Strictly Come Dancing Current Season Episodes 10 and 11, which aired this past Saturday and Sunday as we record this. On Tuesday. Hey. We start with Dancing with the Stars. Our judges this week, we only have three. Carrie Ann, Julianne, and Bruno. But it's Halloween. And we still have, Erin um, is still out on her sports duty, so we still have Miss Lee Remney doing the co-hosting with... Um, Bergeron, Tom Bergeron, who makes a reference to Monty Python to, to, to the delight of Eddie Lee. Oh, absolutely. Let me just say. Absolutely. We start out the evening with a Mandy Moore choreographed monster mash, and it was all very cute. The first couple coming out to dance are Nick and Sharna doing an Argentine tango. To Evanescence's Bring Me Back to Life. Which made us, of course, look the song up on YouTube and listen to it during a commercial break because that seems to be one of Eddie Lee's favorite. Well, you weren't exactly familiar with the Darker song. side. Right. As in, not dark as in scary, but no, dark as in morbid. That That's about the only quote-unquote goth group that I've ever yeah. ever gotten into. It was an excellent song for an Argentine tango on Halloween night. Oh, man, yeah. So, I liked their um, Very moody. their outfits, their their personas as Mr. and Mrs. Frankenstein. I agreed with the judges. His butt was out just a bit much, and he says, it's big. I can't help it. I know how he feels. Well, he, he can because he kept his knees bent the whole time. Yes. That's why it's stuck. stuck I mean, up. If you if you straighten up, it doesn't stick out. Like, I don't know. Mine sticks it? out no matter how I have who my knees. Who is it that Len commented? Uh, the guy at Strictly that he is so tall and he dances tall. Mm-hmm. He dances his full height. Mm-hmm. He doesn't try to hunch yeah. to his partner's size. So they did. I thought they did a good job. It wasn't excellent. It wasn't awe inspiring. It wasn't ooh. It was what they got. It three eights. It was good. Three eights. I thought was very fair for that for that uh, Argentine tango. And then Hayes and Emma come out doing a waltz. To Lana Del Rey's Once Upon a Dream. He is a wolf, and she is a seductress. Uh, I don't know. She was, he was in a, a beautiful... Yes, and yeah. she was in a beautiful green dress, and at the end, she brought her knife out yeah, from behind a, her back and killed dagger, him. dagger, and she was going to yeah. stab him as, so, as she... I'm not quite sure who she was supposed to be, She other um, than an evil... Put the whammy on him and Evil then let him off to kill him. So, but it was a very good job. He was very graceful for a fifteen-year-old. Oh, my yeah. goodness! And it, I think it helped that he had the facial hair because they had facial hair on him for the Wolf Man. For the Wolf Man, and I think it helped us look at him as older, as well as he was very much more graceful than he's ever been in any of his dances. And he said the facial hair helped him, and maybe it did. Maybe it fit, made him feel older and therefore he was a little better whatever it takes but it was an excellent job i'm sorry my cat's distracting me because i don't know what she's doing and they got an eight and two nines nothing worthy of notice <laughs> next out was our were alexa and mark doing a pasta doble to rodrigo and gabriella's hora zero and if they ever bring edward scissorhands back the the two wow he could do it 
Yeah. Mark could do it because that's who he was. He was Edward Scissorhands, and she was one of the women in the town, I remember, with the long blonde hair that he cut her hair. The, the girl, the daughter of the family yeah, that, that he went that to he, live with. that he fell in love with. Yeah. So um, it was a good job. It was awkward here and there, I thought, just in her striking the pose. It was just, I don't know, it was messy-ish to me. But they got three nines. The judges loved it. I didn't think it was that good. Tamar and Val come out and do a foxtrot. To the doors, people are strange. And unfortunately, in the package where they're showing training, they showed her saying that she felt she was the best dancer there. I'm not so sure she would have wanted that aired if she would have really... I mean, I was kind of offended by that, by her being that arrogant. The judges were... Behind her saying, you know, it's good to feel good about yourself. But then they scored her and picked her apart for the dance. It was a carnival theme for the Foxtrot. We loved um, Val's outfit and his hat and his eyes and his makeup. Yes. We, just, we just liked everything was, about that. Um, he was the Barker, the carnival. He was, in the carnival he was, but he was dressed as a um, uh, hunkin, a uh, voodoo priest. Yeah. But it was, it was. I thought it was a good foxtrot. It wasn't an outstanding foxtrot. Like I said, they picked it apart because I felt that they thought she was a little bit too arrogant. And she got three eights. So it wasn't a bad score. I don't like Tamar anyways. No. Andy and Allison, they had the best eyes of oh, the whole evening. Andy's eyes were... But they both had them. Dude, it's just I, that, I that Andy, you could really see it. They had contact lenses in to make them look zombified almost. Funky. I'm not sure what man. they were supposed to be, but they did a pasta doble. To Marilyn Manson's The Beautiful People. So you can just imagine we have Andy and Allison. Andy's not too bad. Allison's a beast. Doing a pasta doble to a Marilyn Manson song with contacts that make their eyes look like really freaky. Yeah. And it was a very twisted, very dark. He managed to stay in the somber, dark, menacing character the whole dance which was excellent the judges were bruno was like you were too hunched over and you were too this and you were too that but the girls got what i got i thought that he was being in character Mm -hmm. and they gave him nines and bruno gave him an eight that was very good next couple out were bindi and Derek doing an argentine tango to gerard mcmahon's cry little sister and they were both vampires and he told her to look fierce and she managed to do it. Now, during the package... <laughs> Just through the dance. During the package, she did not manage to look to do it. And right after the dance was over and they went over to talk to Tom Bergeron, <laughs> Cute was and, back. And there was a very funny scene later in the show where she had the chance to talk some trash. And whether she put on or not, it was just beyond her. We're going to come up against you, and we know you're going to do really, really good, but we're going to try to do better. I mean, it was like, it was funny. funny. But she managed to look really fierce in the dance, I thought. Very much in character. Very precise Argentine tango. I think that Bruno called it masterclass. Lots of lots of kicks. Lots of kicks. Lots of lots, lots. of small lifts and things yeah. like that, like you do in an Argentine. I loved it. Derek's choreography. He really is does just... Argentine tango really well, and he manages to get people who can do it really well with him, and just I love a it. Different world, man. And he got just... they got three tens. Wow. And it deserved three tens. I thought. Next out were Alec and Lindsay, doing a I don't know what. 
A Viennese waltz. Thank you. I couldn't figure out what kind of kind of ballroom dance it was. Viennese waltz. This to is the Beyonce's haunted. This is the first time they've met, they've they've actually had him look like a jerk, and it's because oh, he was being man. a little whiny boy about his scores from last week. From last week, Artem said it was just because because Artem did come in to try to help them, and I think it was excellent because he could give the male perspective to Alec, and Alec could actually yeah, see what I he was mean, supposed to be doing. But Alec um, Artem, Artem was saying that it's because he's just such an intense individual, and that's why he was saying what he was saying. He was trying to take up for him, but. Alec, don't do that again. Don't. But it was a very good Viennese waltz, I thought. I thought he was very much in character. In fact, Julianne said it was the anger that made you do so well because you stayed very fierce in, in your face. You could see that you were... And it was good for the for the, for the the dance because of the characters they were. And they got a 9, an 8, and an 8. Carlos and Whitney are our last couple out doing a pasta doble. To Carl Orff's O Fortuna. This was a perfect song for a Halloween pasta doble yeah. to me. He was Phantom of the Opera. Whitney was, what was her name? The ghost girl that he... Galadriella. I, I can't remember her name. Anyway, it was beautiful. Sphincter. It was No. It was beautiful. She was all in white, pale skin. Her hair was, was even whitener than it usually is blonde. And he was the Phantom Mask. And it was very powerful, very convincing. And I really liked it. And they got a 9, a 10, and a 9. I almost thought that deserved almost. Well, I guess that's a good score because it didn't deserve quite what Bendy got. But it was close. So then we had the team dance. And there's a shocker. In the team dance. We have Team Nightmare, which is captained by Andy. And Andy had Val and Tamar, Nick and Sharna, Hayes and Emma, and Andy and Allison. They were Team Nightmare. They were dancing too. Danny Elfman's This is Halloween. Which is a weird song. Very weird. Very weird song. And it's a freestyle dance. Mm-hmm. And they had long. They had tables, a long table like a dinner table that they danced around, and then they split it off into four. Took it to four corners, did their solo pieces, brought the table back. It was a very good job. I thought it was excellent. They were was, very well synchronized. It was a very good job. Very well synchronized. All their solos were really good. So I thought it was an excellent. And they got three tens. Judges thought it was excellent also. And then we have Bendy's team, which is Alec and Lindsay, Carlos and Whitney. Alexa and Mark and Bendy and Derek as, I think Bendy called it, the short team. Yeah, or, uh, or Alec. Called Alec it, called it yeah. the short team, the short team, because they were all diminutive. They were, uh, who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? And so what did they dance to? Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters theme by Ray Parker Jr. And it was not quite as in sync no. as the first dance. And somebody messed up. One of the girls, they're saying, messed up. Although Julianne said she didn't see it, Bendy took the took the blame. Said it was me. I messed up. I think it was Alexa that messed up. I'm not really sure. Didn't I'm go back sure. and watch but it. But I do know that Alec did not do well. No, Alec did not do I, well. I do know that. And he said in the package that he didn't. He didn't, just wasn't getting it, and you could tell. Yeah. Because he, he didn't was, do well. Yeah. They got a nine, a ten, and a nine. So this was the first time in thirteen. In, I think in ever. That Derek has won, has lost. Has lost a the team dance. A team dance. So then we have in Jeopardy. They, Although that's kind of a misnomer because Eric was uh, Derek was not the team captain. No, 
Bindi was. Bindi was. It's the first time he has been on the losing team. Yes. We'll put it that way. Because none of them have really been his team. No. Unless maybe early on. Well, I guess you could the, call it his team because Bindi is his partner. It was the pro, but it was Bindi that was the captain. Yeah. So it's her team. Okay. Sorry, but that's... The team that Derek has been on has not said. lost in many, many, many... And, man, they many, tried to make a big deal of many it. Many seasons. I felt bad for Derek. I did, too. You know? I did, too. And he, I read his blog, and he said that he knew when he watched practice, he said, I knew we were not going to win. That's that's how good they were. So. Or how poorly his people were doing. Wow. And in Jeopardy, we have Hayes and Emma and Tamar and Val and Alexa and Mark. All three of those are in Jeopardy. And to go home was Hayes. I was sad. Yeah, I wish Tamar had gone I home. I wish Tamar had gone home. So next week, which is Icon's Night and Dance-Offs. Where they all get together on the floor and they have to dance the oh, same dance. some kind of dance. Okay. Yeah. So we don't know what the dance is going to be, but... Nick and Sharna are going to do a contemporary. Bindi and Derek, a foxtrot, and Carlos and Whitney, a salsa. That's all that has been released so far. One, two, three, four. Four other couples we don't know of. Mm-hmm. So, there we go. Is that all we have for dancing? That is all we have. Okay, I'm going to move right on to Strictly Come Dancing, which I had just noticed to be this time because we watched them so consecutively that it's such a different sensibility was strictly they are not modern mtv if they still have such a thing video dancing no they are i don't know but they're just it's just a totally different you wouldn't mind sitting with your grandma and watching strictly come dancing there's an occasion where you might mind sitting with your grandma watching dancing with the stars only because it's a little more in your face risque Bold, And I wonder what the pros who have done both would say. Yeah, I know. I wonder if they realize it. Oh, they have to. They Uh have to. But anyway, Strictly has, um, I'm sorry, Claudia and Tess are our hosts once again. I love the two. We have Craig and Darcy and Lynn and Bruno as our judges once again, as always. And our first couple out is Georgia and Giovanni doing a salsa to Sylvester's You Make Me Feel. And it had lots of lifts, and that's the judges kind of complained about the lifts being a little too choreographed. I mean, it, you could tell. She stood still, did the yeah, lift, she, yeah. and came out of it instead of dancing into the lifts. But still, they were there were a lot of lifts, and I thought they did an excellent job. She's, very, she's a very good dancer. She's a very natural mover. They got seven, eight, eight, and eight. Carolyn Pasha came out and did a Viennese waltz. To Seals, I've been loving you too long. And it wasn't bad. It was very, it was elegant. But I do agree with the judges. She just kind of, when she moves her arms, there's not any, there's not any tension in her arms. So therefore, they just fly up and fly back down. There's no graceful tension where you start at the shoulder and you bring the arm up and then you flex and you bring the hand out and I'm doing it as I speak. Right. But you can't she, see me. She is illustrating. I'm, illust- I'm illustrating my point. So I kind of agree with the judges there. But they gave her a four, a six, a six, and a five, which I didn't think was all that bad. We've seen Craig be harsher. Anita and Gleb came out and did a tango. Craig was very up and down with his scores. Yes, he was. Uh, to the Temper Traps, Sweet 
disposition. And because of the makeup they had on her, they were kind of calling her, you know, they kind of called it a Star Trek look because I guess she looked Klingonish to them because yeah, she had the, she had her hair, she, down the part of her hair was a rope of like velvet and then she had outlandish makeup over her eyes. So I guess you could kind of say that it looked like the Klingon um, roughed up brow that they always give them. I didn't see it until they said that though, but still, it was a it was a pretty good tango. It was a little too modern for me. I like my tangos and my Argentine tangos very much old style, but she's such a good dancer, and they got all eights. Peter and Jeanette came out and did a rumba to Ed Sheeran's "Think Out Loud," thinking out loud, excuse me. And it was very good. I wanted it to be a little smoother and connected, but I think Peter is probably has probably done one of the better male star rumbas that I've seen on either show Mm -hmm. because it's very hard for the guy to look good in a rumba he really has to sway and move and stretch to eat to look good to look other than he's just presenting her but he did both he presented her very well and he looked good he got a seven a seven an eight and a seven which I thought should have been eights all the way across to me Kirstie and Brandon came out and did a Viennese waltz to David Gray's This Year's Love. And it was her best dance so far this season, but she's still too stilted. I don't know if it's still nerves or if she just is kind of a stiff, yeah. slow-moving person. I'm not sure well. what it is. But they got a 7-7, seven, a seven, an 8, and a 7. Ainsley and Natalie came out and did an Ainsley jive. To Bill Haley and the Comets, excuse me, and his Comets, Shake, Rattle, and Roll. And it was cute because he was a chef and she was the waitress working the the tables. And they came out and danced and then they went back to their thing. But that was kind of cute. It was not technically good whatsoever. No. It was an Ainsley job. Too much Ainsley. Which means it was all jive. Ainsley and not enough job. But he danced around. He had fun. We had fun. She had fun. Four, six, six, and five. Jamelia and Tristan came out and did a foxtrot. To Celine Celine Dion? (laughs) To Celine Dion's Because You Loved Me. Celine. Celine. And made a whole new name for her. She can be like Cher. Yes, one new name. It was nice. It was not great. It was nice. She's better. I like her better in the Latin dances than in the ballroom dances. She made a mistake, showed all over her face. She beat herself up about it several times, and they got a five and three sevens. I, it wasn't that bad. Katie and Anton came out and did a salsa. To Michael Bublé's It Had Better Be Tonight. And I appreciated the fact that Katie came out and tried to party. She was very flirty. She was very um, sexy, but she was not very salsa e. She never bent her knees. She doesn't move well. She never bent her knees, and she never rotated her hips. Her hips and her pelvis do not move sexily. No, not at all. But she tried to party, and she was very flirty, though. She flipped her skirt around good, and she flirted with him good, pointing at him and, you know, smiling and winking. But it's just her hips just don't do it, and I don't know how to tell her to get him to work. She got a four, a six, a six, and a five. Jeremy and Karen came out and did a waltz. To Elvis Costello's She. And for Jeremy, this was not a bad dance. He does better in slow dances and hold than he does in the fast dances. Because he's the one we're talking about that is so tall and so long-legged. So at least in a slow dance, 
he has time to actually move all that around. Right. Yeah. So I thought it looked better. Craig didn't. Still gave him a three. Has never given him anything other than a three. A five, a six, and a four. Lynn really liked it. He, he he gave him a higher score than Darcy, which is like unusual. Which is unusual, yeah. Helen and Aliage did a quick step. To the Supremes, you can't hurry love. This was the best danced dance of the evening, I think. They, she mm-hmm. is, no, okay. She is just very graceful, very precise, very fast. This this quick step was like flying around the floor, but she she managed to point her toes and move gracefully and keep her hold, and she got a nine, a nine, an eight, and a nine, and she deserved it too. It was well done, but I don't believe it was the best dance of the night. Okay, Jay and Aliona up next. Yes. This is the best dance of the night. I can see that. It wasn't for the judges, but I can see that they, it, that it was. Yeah. They danced a pasa doble to Bon Jovi's "It's My Life." Now. You might not think that It's My Life is a Paso song until you see somebody do a Paso to it. It wasn't bad at all. No, it, it works out quite Yes, and he killed it. And I agree with Darcy when she said he has the best hands of any male star that's ever been on the show. Yeah. His, and I had written down before she even said that, love his hands. He po- he got the postures of the Paso, the masculinity of the Paso, the fierceness of the Paso, and his hands were beautiful when he went into those shapes. I loved it. But he only got an 8, a 9, an 8, and an 8, because the guys are just stupid. That's what it is. I don't know what, uh, truly, I don't know what the deal was. I don't either, because I thought it was excellent. You know, Craig thought that, as we're about to get there, Kelly and Kevin... He scored them the same, but he scored Helen and Aliage one more. Mm-hmm. And he scored them the same as Anita and Gleb. Yes. I just, okay, I don't I didn't understand. see it. I thought Jay and Aliana deserved nines at least. At least. Last couple out, Kelly and Kevin doing a jive. To one directions, one way or another. And that was, it was very cute. They were spies and they were trying to get the case. <laughs> They were each fighting against each other to get a case. Cute dance as well. A a briefcase full of spy stuff. But it was a good job. She's a very good dancer. It was a hard dance. There was a lot of moving to it. Oh, a lot of. A lot of moving to it. A lot of kicks and flicks. And she did them all. And she's she's just a natural dancer. They got an eight and three nines. So that was it for the dance show. We go to the vote-off show. And we find out that Brian Adams is going to be our guest singer. Musical guest. Musical guest. We have a rehash of everything that goes on, just like they always do. Because he has a new single. Yes. I didn't even know, I he, didn't was know he was still making singles, music. But okay. And it was especially their opening dance to the vote-off show that made me think about the innocence of Strictly compared to the vampness of Dancing with the Stars. Because they were in doing a little beach thing with the beach balls and the cute little well, long dresses, the long um, bathing suits. I mean, it was just like... We, we know Mandy Moore from... So you think. Uh-huh. And there is no way that Mandy Moore could choreograph that dance we saw on Strictly. No. That is just most yeah. definitely not, not Mandy, her style. No, no. So, you know, you're talking about the sensibility. Yeah, the sensibility is different. Absolutely. Um, but certainly, I think, more to the point, the thing to keep in mind was that Dancing with the Stars was a person, and we know that person's style, or at least we know the range of that person's uh-huh. style. Um, we have never heard on Strictly who choreographs their big numbers. A lot of the times, it's one of the 
pros. But we don't know who. Not always, but they have said before that have that they? Brandon okay. or Posh yeah, or they, somebody, you know, know perhaps it's more of a collaboration with their pros than it is with our pros. For although I don't know, you know, I've heard Mandy Moore speak, and she doesn't on Dancing with the Stars. She doesn't come in and choreograph as much as she comes in and consults. It seems so. It could still be some sort of collaboration. Mm-hmm on Dancing with the Stars of two or three of the pros and Mandy Moore and then uh, on Strictly just a collaboration of, you know, who, who knows, maybe one of the, the dancers that isn't on this season or has dropped off um, comes in and is the lead choreographer or something like yeah, that. We'll have to maybe look and see if we can Jordan find something. Maybe James Jordan comes in and coordinate, uh, choreographs all of them. We'll have to see if we can find something on that. So, of course, after they rehash, they bring them all out and they start telling them who's safe. Helen and Aliage, Carol and Pasha, we were shocked. Jay and Aliona, Jeremy and Karen, we were shocked once again. Very shocked. Anita and Gleb are all safe. And in jeopardy are Jamelia and Tristan. She doesn't have enough people out there calling in or getting on BBC.co. I don't know. But anyway, Brian sings his song. It wasn't bad. Wasn't outstanding, but it wasn't bad. It was. It was Brian Adams. It was Brian Adams. You, you, you could definitely tell it was yeah. Brian Adams. We had Lens Lens, where they really didn't talk about anything funny. They just showed us some, you know, different dancers and why they made comments that they made. Now, the most interesting part was watching Claudia sit, trying not to expose herself. Yes, because her she had a very, very short dress very short on. Skirt. Very short. Very short. Then they bring them all back out again. Tell Kelly and Kevin, Peter and Jeanette, Christy and, Christy and Brendan, Georgia and Giovanni that they are safe. And Katie and Anton and Ainsley and Natalie stand there a minute. One of you two isn't. And it's Ainsley and Natalie who's not safe in jeopardy. So while they get backstage and get ready to go out and do the dance off, we have an introduction to next week, which is their Halloween week. And they do their little scary thing that everybody has to do. They bring out um, Jamelia and Tristan and Ainsley and Natalie. Jamelia and Tristan go first. She does not mess up like she did. And then we got to see the part that she messed up the night before. And she did it beautifully. It still wasn't exceptional, but it was a better job than the first night. Ainsley and Natalie come out and do their dance again. And it's practically the same. He didn't do anything the judges had said that would improve it because I don't think he could. I think not, that was the best point. Ainsley could do that dance at that point. And so it was a unanimous decision for Ainsley to go home since Jamelia did a better job this time. So next week we have Anita and Gleb doing a waltz, Carolyn Pasha a rumba, Georgia and Giovanni a tango. Helen and Aliage Asamba, Jamelia and Tristan a jive, Jay and Aliona an American smooth. <laughs> I guess I don't have to emphasize it like that because there isn't another kind of smooth. No. So okay. There's not a British smooth. Right there is yeah. Uh, Jeremy and Karen doing a salsa, like the tango and an Argentine tango. All right okay. Um, Katie and Anton and Kelly and Kevin are doing pasos. Kirsty and Brendan are doing a Charleston, and Peter and Jeanette a Foxtrot. And that is it. And the show still continues to rank very, very highly over there. Mm-hmm. Weekly rank for all UK TV. The results show this week was second for all television shows. Makes me wonder what is first. Makes me wonder what else is on Sunday nights. The 
dance show is first. And it consistently ranks higher than the results show. Now, why would people invest the time in watching the competition show, but they really don't care who stays, so they don't watch the results? They probably see it. That seems really odd to me. They probably see it, you know. They just look for it to be listed Yeah, like we do on Facebook. We see it, you know, just roll by, and we're like, oh, okay. Ailey's gone. Check the list for your opponent. Yeah. So, I guess that's it. Yep, we're done. All right, guys, if you want to send us feedback, you can send it to dancefever at gmail.com. The website is deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever. I'm going to try some reverse psychology. Don't send us feedback. Don't you dare talk to us. We don't want to hear it. Wow. I was not party to that, guys. I do not agree. Uh, Dance Fever also has... Reverse psychology. Facebook, Google... Reverse psychology doesn't work. Oh. It's It's a textbook. Oh. Psychology. It's not a actual thing. Okay. Uh, Dance Fever's on Facebook, Google Plus, I've offered and them cookies. I don't know what else to do. And Twitter, on Facebook and Google Plus, it's it's two words, and on Twitter, it's one word. But it's always spelled D A N C E F E V R E. Alrighty, we will talk to you guys next week, which is episode one ninety of the show getting ever closer to 200 but it looks like we won't hit 200 until we do something probably like after the turn of the year so we may be in hiatus until like march after the calendar turns and and then that's when we'll hit episode 200 but either way we certainly have an episode for you next week more dancing with the stars and strictly come dancing we'll talk to you guys then bye The Dance Fever Podcast is a deal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license.